Welcome to my Dream Log Cabin podcast, where we help cabin lovers like you navigate the uncharted waters of building your dream log home. From idea to move-in, we cover all aspects of log home design and construction. Thanks for tuning in, and be sure to hit that subscribe button. This podcast is sponsored by Caribou Creek and Crafted Log Homes. Hey, cabin lovers, I'm so happy to have you back with me. We had a little hiatus, but we're back in action. Today, we're starting to dive into log construction. Hey, my guess is if you've been listening to this podcast, chances are you've been researching log homes. Something I've run across when working in the office is people call in and ask, you know, to ask questions, of course. And I may ask them a follow-up question, like, for example, now, are you, you're interested in a handcrafted log home? And then oftentimes people will pause and say, well, what do you mean? What's the difference? So this tells me that not very many people know the difference between a handcrafted log home and a milled kit. And that's why we're going to talk about it here on the podcast. Another common misconception is that people automatically assume handcrafted means more expensive. And that isn't always the case. It makes sense, of course, because when we think of handcrafted leather work or handcrafted quilting, we just assume those are going to be, and they do bring, a higher dollar because there's somebody's time and, you know, precision that goes into that, which is the same with handcrafted. But there comes a time when handcrafted is actually cost-effective, and we're going to dive into that a little bit today as well. All right, let's start with just the definitions. Milled logs is a term used to describe logs that are individually machined to a uniform size and shape. Typically, the kits delivered to the job site uh, are in bundles with instructions. Often, I think of Ikea. (laughs) Often, customers choose a floor plan design and choose which log style they prefer. The log kits are sold in packages and delivered to the job site unassembled. So homeowners can either assemble it themselves or hire a general contractor to do it. Very little modification to design layouts can be made because they typically have their machine already set to cut X number of logs to X number of lengths, etc. Handcrafted log kits refers to a process that involves hand selecting, hand peeling, and hand scribing, and placing each log by a human in its destination. Each log is carefully scribed to fit the adjacent log. As each log is crafted, the house is pre-assembled until the house is fully built. Then the logs are marked and disassembled for shipping. Floor plan options are offered by handcrafted log home companies, but because their log kits are custom built, modifications are easier to implement. Now, one of the things that's really important to us is that you understand the information we're giving you here primarily is unbiased. It's factual information that's just based on our experience. We're not trying to persuade you one way or the other because there are uh, benefits to both milled kits and handcrafted. However, at the end of this episode, we're going to go into a little bit of what Caribou Creek offers that is different than other, other not only milled kit homes, but handcrafted homes as well. So stay tuned for that. First glance differences between the two, uh, when we're comparing milled versus handcrafted, there are some obvious differences, which of course become obvious once you know what to look for. But some of these uh, quality issues can affect the resale value of the home years later. So I do want to mention that as well. Milled kits are a wonderful option for budget conscious consumers, especially on log sizes under 12 inches in diameter. 
they also offer a uniform cookie cutter look which may appeal to some buyers. For homeowners looking to build their own house, milled kits can often be a better option than handcrafted because it is simpler or can be simpler construction. Here are some of the downsides to machine milled log homes. In many cases, uh, they're the same as the positives. So for example, perhaps buyers prefer a more rustic natural look compared to the cookie cutter appearance. As for pricing is, you know, where pricing comes in, often handcrafted log homes are more comparable and sometimes even less expensive in homes with the 12 inch and larger diameter logs. For the do-it-yourselfer who yearns to build his or her own log home, handcrafted is still an option, but it usually requires a crane because the logs are heavier. When choosing to build a handcrafted log home, you can expect your custom home is meticulously crafted. Each log is selectively chosen for its placement and then hand peeled. Each notch is scribed with precision to tightly fit the adjacent logs. As this process is done, the home is carefully constructed. This detailed process does take several months. Because milled kits are machined, they take less time to construct. Therefore, if time is of the essence, a milled kit could be an advantage. Okay, so one of the more common questions that we get asked is, does log diameter make that much of a difference? I mean, if I could save some money um, and get smaller logs, should I just go that route? Well, let's talk about that. On the plus side, there, there is a plus size to the small diameter logs, which is the cheaper cost factor. And really, other than that, there isn't much benefit to using smaller diameter logs. The greater benefit comes in the thermal mass. So when the logs are larger, they you can estimate about one R value per inch of log diameter. So when you have larger logs, like 12 inches and larger, you increase the thermal retention properties. Therefore, larger logs are more energy efficient. Larger logs are structurally stronger due to the higher overall fiber count. So think of a rope. Ropes are stronger than strings, and that's because of the added fiber. In addition to log diameter, log length is another variable that changes by log home company. Machine milled log homes and some handcrafted log home companies keep the log lengths to around 20 feet or less. Now this causes something called a butt joint. A butt joint is when two ends of logs are simply placed next to each other, creating a vertical line on a wall. From an engineering perspective, butt joints are not as stable because they are not very tight and they have the potential to separate once the logs settle and they, there's some shrinkage that may be involved as well. Another common difference that you'll find among all log kit manufacturers, both milled and handcrafted, is the wood species they use. In the end, all companies typically use a species that is easiest for them to attain, usually because it's close to the base operation. For a more dynamic breakdown of fiber differences, we're going to talk about that in the next podcast this month. I just want to give you some of my own personal experience. As many of you know, I bought my own log home totally ignorantly, not knowing anything about log homes like many of the people out there researching. I just had a dream to live in a log cabin in the woods. We found our log cabin. We were in love with it. Everything was beautiful. But as I've learned more about the differences between milled kits and handcrafted, I've started to see some of these striking differences. Mine is a milled kit. My house was built in 1997, and I can tell you I have butt joints that have gaps that need to be filled. The other thing that we are going to talk about is lippage. 
Slippage is when like one log might twist and I have logs that have twisted. I have lo I have a whole wall. Um, <laughs> I actually was rebuilding my pantry and trying to get the drywall to match up to the log wall. And it literally was like concave. Okay. It, it You couldn't tell it by looking at it, but when I put the level up to it, it had a, a gap in the level and I had to basically hand uh, saw <laughs> the drywall to, to fit that gap perfectly. It was really interesting. But that's some of the stuff that can happen with milled kits. It also is a testament to the construction. So I, I mean, there's variables there for sure, but I definitely wanna let you know that these are things that I've personally seen. All right, the finer points. Let's talk a little bit more about some of the more nuanced type stuff that people don't even most of the time even see, but because we're in the industry of log homes, we know these things and we see these things on a daily basis. So there are additional differences between milled kits and handcrafted kits, some of which are not as important up front as they are in the quality of the home years later. Full round logs that have been debarked still have the outer cambium that protects the log from moisture. So it's like a layer that basically encases the logs. When a full log is used and it still has the cambium layer, water it cannot penetrate as easily as it can when logs, when this cambium layer is removed, okay? So when a log is milled and it's shaved down, basically that cambium is removed and it exposes the inner grains of the logs, which are moisture absorbing. Logs naturally absorb water on the ends. So imagine like numerous straw tubes running through the log the job of these tubes was to carry water from the roots to the leaves, but the tubes don't stop pulling water through after the tree dies. They, they still transfer water very well. So when the cambium is, re, is uh, removed, it makes these logs more susceptible to moisture uh, damage, I guess you could say. Now, to prevent that, obviously you have to keep up on the maintenance on, on a very consistent basis. And I also want to note that even handcrafted dovetail log homes remove the cambium. So it's any time a, a log has been modified in some way, it's not its original round shape, that's when you have that. And what can happen is basically over time, it can cause a little bit more maintenance, but also if the maintenance isn't kept up, it will deteriorate more quickly than a full round log. Oftentimes, mills use logs of all shapes and sizes, sometimes even using crooked logs. So one might not think that this would matter very much since, you know, once it's milled down, it's to the exact specifications. However, crooked logs can have fiber displacement and they are prone to twist during settling. This can also have lasting effects. Remember the lips I mentioned? <laughs> lips are basically where two logs come together. I, I have an example of this in my home I'm thinking about right now. The butt joints come together, but the one log has literally twisted and so now it sticks out farther than the other log that it's leaning up next to. So many people don't really think about this initially because you don't even see it until years later, but you know these are all things that affect resale value. Typically full log homes retain their, their value more than milled kits. I see this all the time where I live, uh, being up here in North Idaho, where we have milled kits that may bring half of what full round handcrafted log homes are bringing. So to give you an example right now, most milled kit log homes in this area, depending on size and condition, of course, are going anywhere between 400,000 to 800,000. 
whereas handcrafted log homes are going for upwards of a million to four million, depending on, of course, their location and everything else goes into that, the land layout and all that other jazz. But the point being is I have not seen a handcrafted log home going for less than a million dollars or at least asking price less than a million dollars. So there's just a testament to the difference between that and their resale value. Here's another thing that comes into this, and this is after talking to various different banks and appraisers. It comes down to who's doing the appraisal and what kind of comps they're using. There's more factors into this, and I'm trying to kind of detail this out for you, but when people build handcrafted log homes, they often also include higher interior finishes. They do larger, you know, better quality countertops and, and kitchens, you know, higher quality bathrooms and so on. And what ends up happening is all of those things combined and add to the value of the resale value. I think the biggest testament to this point that I'm making is what property values are going through. Now, what I would encourage you to do listening to this, as you're doing your research, you know, as you're starting to decide whether or not you want a milled kit or a handcrafted log home, I would recommend that you start looking at log homes that are already on the market. Go check them out and see what you find for yourself. Um, you might see some of the same things I'm talking about, and that might help you make your decision. Look for the butt joints. Look for uh, lippage. Look for the quality of the home You know, as it's 10 years later so you can really decide for yourself which direction is important to you. Okay, as we wrap up here, I want to talk about some common misinformation that is definitely displaced in the in the log home industry. So we've heard that milled kits are more energy efficient. <clears throat> I've heard that online when I was doing some research and I was kind of shocked actually. I'm like, seriously, how is that possible? We just got done explaining to you how the R value is what makes the home energy efficient. But I've actually seen research out there on the internet saying that milled kits are. Now here's what I think it comes down to. They are comparing milled kits to poorly constructed handcrafted log homes, homes that have gaps, maybe that haven't been chinked, things like that, or that the chinking was really done poorly. But the truth is when you use a company that specializes in handcrafting log homes, or excuse me, they specialize in building these log homes handcrafted and they only use fully dry logs, the energy efficiency comes from the size and the fiber density of the logs and not the construction style. Another common misconception is that air-dried is better than kiln-dried. The truth is that dry is dry, friends. I mean, how can it be? <laughs> how it dries makes any difference. It's kind of a funny thing to think about when you, when you think about it. Here's what's going on. People are trying to sell you on their fiber choices. Now, the reason they do that, obviously, as we mentioned, because they're using wood that is easy for them to, to get. When it comes to pine, it does not do well in kilns. It does have to be seasoned. Uh, most white woods, as a matter of fact, actually deteriorate in a kiln. Whereas harder woods, uh, some cases, can be kiln dried. And that is that is literally the only difference. That they're just uh, it's just completely a misconception. All right, friends. To wrap up here, um, you know we've given you an objective comparison of milled versus handcrafted log homes. We've given you some encouraging words to go out and do some research yourself. Uh, with some education behind it. Now we want to take a moment to share with you some of the things that sets Caribou Creek apart from other handcrafted log companies. These differences are specific to Caribou Creek and not all handcrafted log home companies have these standards, but some may. This is, this is another point where you might want to ask, uh, as you're doing your research, ask about these certain things.
Caribou Creek will not have any butt joints or butt pass corner joints in our homes. When we craft a home, we make sure that the logs go the full length of the wall without any splices. In our opinion, these splices not only deter from the aesthetics of the home, but also can be bothersome later on, as we talked about with the lip joints and the gaps in the logs. We mentioned that log home companies typically use the wood species that's easiest for them to acquire. Caribou Creek will build with any species if a customer truly has a preference. However, whenever possible, we recommend Douglas fir from the Oregon coast. Although coastal Douglas fir is 800 miles round trip away from our facility, we go the extra mile because the logs are better quality and they're straighter with minimal flaws. We are extremely picky about logs, like we're log snobs over here, okay? <laughs> so much so that we don't even use the standard grading system because we found that we still threw out many of the logs that we were getting. Over time, we have found log suppliers that understand our standards and only offer us the highest quality fiber. As you begin getting bids for your dream log home project, you may find that some companies seem less expensive than Caribou Creek. Oftentimes, this is because other companies will upsell. They start with a very low price and then offer upgrades. Upgrades such as cut out windows and doors, electrical and plumbing outlets, and even roof structures are sometimes some of the more common ones. Some companies even offer a low price, but then charge exorbitant prices for reset, making up their loss. These are just some of the practices that we have witnessed after being in business since 1989. Caribou Creek is not interested in doing business this way. When we bid a project, we include cutouts for windows, doors, electrical and plumbing, as well as roof structures. We do price the reset separately because it is an option to our clients. However, we do not try to make up any lost profit. We have found that doing business honestly is the best decision for all parties and creates the least amount of trouble later on. If you're considering a log home, schedule a free consultation today. We're more than happy to answer your questions even if your project is a while, you know, a ways out. Also, you can go onto our website and I'll link it below in the, in the show notes and get our ultimate log home planning guide to help you start planning your dream home. It is packed full of forms that you can fill out to help you identify your dream, identify the way you want your floor plan done. It also helps you ask the right questions to contractors so you can find the right people, gives you a script to follow when you're interviewing people, uh, you know, subcontractors if you want to do it yourself, so on and so on. It's got everything you need to basically build your cabin from start to finish, whether you, you know, it helps you define your team, who you need on your, on your job, etc. So I encourage you to go check that out. It's uh, only $19.95 plus shipping and handling, and it's at caribouCreek.com. In the end, I just want to say thanks for listening. And if you haven't already followed us, make sure to do that. Our next episode, we're going to be discussing log fiber, and we look forward to seeing you. It'll be a couple weeks from now. Until then, bye for now.